I know. I'm just a font of useless information. And the home of the Welcome to episode 43 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. You know, James, it occurred to me, I did not say that spiel last week, so any and all tangential nonsense that we happen to go off on, I think it's covered because we never actually said what the podcast was supposed to be about last week. So uh, I'm giving myself an out on that. I think people know, so don't beat yourself up. It's good to be original and, and keep things lively and non-repetitive. So no, I was giving cool, myself man. an excuse. You kidding? All right, cool. All right. <laughs> well done, then. Loophole for the win, as the kids would say. Do they still say for the win? I have no idea. I'm, I don't know. I was never cool at any point in my life, so I, I have no idea whether I, uh, I'm relevant or not. How are you, James? Just as irrelevant. All right. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, yep, yep. Still pretty irrelevant. Uh, I'm, but I'm glad we're on equal footing. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm doing well. Good to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, how was your week since last I spoke to you? Pretty good. Uh, we, we did play some deck hockey on uh, last weekend and very happily so. But unfortunately, during the week and practicing for hopefully when we play next week, I kind of injured myself. So oh, no. It, I don't, is that bad to injure yourself while practicing? I mean, I mean, it's not new... good. Let's, yeah. you know, call a spade a spade here. But it happens. It happens all the time. That's a new low for me, so hopefully I'll be fine by the weekend. Are, is, is this like the NHL? You're not actually going to tell anybody where you're hurt? You're, it's going to be like an upper body or a lower body injury? <laughs> well, yeah. As a matter of fact, my, my, my left knee and my right uh, like kidney area oh, no. are bothering me. So I think it was from taking too many fake shots in, in a row in, in consecutive days. So hopefully it's just like a little muscle soreness and 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 i haven't even tried that uh, ddp yoga that you gave me either i'm afraid of it so you gotta pace yourself my friend exactly so hopefully i could work up to that but we'll, we'll all see. right well good luck thank you sure so let's see what else oh you mentioned our deck hockey this past weekend and as you may have seen if you were on facebook we live streamed a couple of games or at least parts of a couple of games so uh Judging by the number of you who actually watched, it seemed to be a pretty big success, and we're happy about that. So please let us know on the Facebook page or uh, email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com or hit us up at hitthedeckpod on Twitter. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what you want us to do next because it was fun for us. It was fairly simple for us to do, and we, you know, if it was entertaining, then we'd love to do more of it for you. So please. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. And uh, we will be happy to try and accommodate. 
Yes, and we promise that we'll have a good stand for the uh, camera this time. So <laughs> Yeah, I do want to apologize for the uh, second video we posted where the camera fell over halfway <laughs> through the game. <laughs> so uh, you got a beautiful view of the sky, which, yeah. you know, it was a nice day. So a uh, nice and serene and peaceful view of the sky while you hear people grunting and yelling and clashing sticks and such. And before we introduce ourselves officially for the podcast, uh, thank you very much, Gary, for filming it and using up your uh, data. And I think it came out well, and I, I agree. Hopefully everybody else enjoyed it, and we'll do more of it in the future. I wouldn't say so much I filmed it. I mean, we used my phone, but really, you were the one who framed the shots. So, uh, you know, joint effort. But you're right. We should introduce ourselves. We've rambled on long enough. So let's jump into tonight's starting lineup. And... For tonight's starting lineup, in goal, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And as you saw on the live stream, my defenseman. Number four, I'm James Sajazi. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I, you know, I'm sure they saw finally what a, a hardworking defenseman you actually are laying out for shots and putting your body in the way of stuff. One thing that I didn't mention is that James you may have picked up on this if you watched but the last time I played James you were not able to play uh, we had a, a new guy on the team and he has a heck of a hard shot and the my none, none of my teammates were willing to put their body in front of his shot to block anything they literally said to me sorry man I'm not blocking that <laughs> basically you're on your own and in fact rob was so concerned about you james about your health that mm -hmm. he didn't want to put you on our team so you would not feel compelled to block this guy's shot he was uh -huh. worried about your safety because he knew that you would well i really appreciate that thank you so much rob and thank you for telling me the story gary yep. but uh yeah there were a couple of times where i did get in the way and luckily it went off my stick and not my face so I think you caught at least one off your shin guards. Yeah, but again, I have a bad memory and, and maybe blocking too many shots uh, kind of goes into that. But that's the part of being defenseman. You got to – I mean, especially it's, it's, it's a ball. And, yeah, the guy's a mm -hmm. cannon of a shot. And we don't play with, um, with slap shots usually. So you got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, your goalie's your literal last line of defense. And if you're a defenseman, that's part of the job. So uh, I appreciate it very much. And thank you, Rob, again. But uh, anything that if I get injured, it's my own fault. So for everybody out there who thinks twice about taking a shot because some stupid guy is in your way, go and take the shot because no one's forcing that goofy guy to get in your way. So we are responsible for our own health. The uh, cannon-shotted gentleman in question is Mark, who is a new addition to the LIQ. I don't want to be rude and, and not say his name. So there you are. Mark, heavy, accurate shot, uh, fearsome, fearsome shooter. And uh, fortunately, James was courageous enough to step in front of it, and I appreciate it. Sure. And, and thanks for blocking his shot, too, and I was no help whatsoever. So. <laughs> Why don't we, we uh, yeah, no, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't want to step. I, I was just going to say that at least we salvaged uh, or survived uh, an afternoon. So that's, that's a good sign. We did. And I hope we can do it again soon. Amen. But before we do that, would you be so kind as to tell us what is on deck for tonight? Yes, sir. 
will be seeing stars. The 62nd NHL All-Star Game is Sunday, January 29th in L.A. The American Rhino and I will go over the current format and weigh in on the rosters to get you ready for the fun. Champion Checkdown. In wrestling, the goal of a battle royale is to not hit the deck, or at least be the last man standing in the ring. In honor of WWE's upcoming Royal Rumble that will be held the same day as the NHL All-Star Game, Hit the Deck's take on both huge events is a mashup of what wrestlers Gary and I think would make the best deck hockey players. Who will be the overall champion checkdown winner? If the power goes out and you hear a bone-rattling solemn bell, then you'll know. And happy birthday, great one! Mr. Wayne Gretzky's 56th birthday was on January 26th. The Great One's birthday is a holiday in Canada, right? Well, it should be and is in Hit the Decks world. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. And thank you for that impromptu Undertaker impression. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. I hope I did it justice. I apologize. No, no. It was, it was delightful. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So Sunday. Yeah. The, uh, the NHL All-Star Gamma. I don't know why I decided yeah. to just say game weird like that. The jamais, the the jamais, the the. I don't know why do you why do you people listen to me? What is wrong with you? The All Star Game. It kind of sounded like it was French. I thought you were just just speaking the the French Canadian language. So you had uh, the All Star Game uh, <laughs> is uh, going to be played in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, California. <laughs> I'm sorry to all of the French listeners who I offended and all of the listeners who I offended just on principle. So, yeah, the, the night before, the skills competition is something I absolutely love. I think every other NHL fan does as well. But that's really a lot of fun. It's much more laid back than the game itself, which, speaking of defensemen and non-defensemen, the new setup kind of encourages – competitive games yeah. but the beauty of the all-star game is that it's uh, unfortunately for the goalies it's uh, just <laughs> all out shooting but well the, wasn't uh, it always i mean even yeah. even with the let's say conventional format that it had for most of its life you know the i think the idea is most guys didn't want to throw heavy checks and play real defense because nobody wanted to risk injury in an exhibition. So it was always an all out assault on the goalies. Now, at least it's fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. And that, that just goes to show what a bunch of gentlemen, the NHL players have always been. I mean, they're Uber men and they're supermen and they're tough and all of the above, but they're gentlemen at heart. I mean, that's one of the reasons why they shake hands at the end of games mm -hmm. and no matter what grudge or whatever happens on the ice, it's, it's always they're professional about it. And yeah. that's great. Especially for a for a game that's an exhibition, as you said. So uh, anyway, the the new setup, which started last year, is the same thing this year, where they have four teams comprised of the four divisions. Mm -hmm. And first, starting off, the fans are allowed to vote for the All Star captains. So that turns out to be the players who get the most votes by division, regardless of position. And they're named the team captains of the Central, Pacific, Metropolitan, and Atlantic sure. teams. And then the rest of the 40-man all-star roster is decided by NHL hockey operations. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming that they know what they're doing. 
Yeah, that's. I think it's basically just the league. Okay. One caveat this year that they had to kind of tie up a little bit is there will not be a John Scott this year. No. Garan- yeah, exactly. Guaranteeing Mr. Scott a most prestigious honor. And speaking of the originality and, and beauty of the NHL All-Star game, Mr. Scott was demoted, but the fans still voted him in. He did not have a team, so he just had the, the generic NHL logo on his jersey last year, and he ended up being the game's MVP, which was an amazing story. I thought it was terrific. It was yeah. great publicity. Yeah. But uh, they changed the rule now that you have to be on the roster of an NHL team. I think the cutoff is uh, somewhere in late November or something like that. And the only way that you could be uh, voted to an all-star game if you're sent down is if it's conditioning or something like that. But not if you're demoted because of play. Yeah, it's, that seems like the league trying to protect itself against a good idea you know like i don't know what are they afraid of honestly it's not like they got any bad publicity out of it what what are they afraid of it was it, it was a great game it i think it probably brought extra attention to it positive attention you know it's not like they embarrassed themselves by letting this guy play like you said he wound up being the mvp why yeah. You know, I, I don't get it. I don't get why they make these decisions. Gary Bettman, if you're listening, I know you're not, but let's pretend for a second that you are. This is exactly why you get booed every single year when you present the Stanley Cup. This is why no one likes you, because you are a terrible, terrible, terrible commissioner. And speaking of good guys, uh, so the team captains are Connor McDavid of the Pacific, P.K. Subban of the Central, Sidney Crosby of the Metropolitan, and Carey Price of the Atlantic. Yeah, and if you forgot, the format for the games is three-on-three three plus goalies. So yes. it's uh, it, it's a, a shorter, smaller roster because they don't need as many players on each team, and they only play one 20-minute period, uh, one 20-minute game. You know, one period is the game. They They only get one shot at it, basically. And whoever wins that period advances to the final. Exactly right. And they cut it up so that each game is two 10-minute periods. So that's how they get to switch the uh, goals and stuff like that and get the Zamboni out there. I, I forgot about that. Thank you for the no, save. We're just feeding off each other. No, no need to apologize. And the other thing, too, is speaking of the skills competition, that the winners of the skills competition will determine who gets the home ice advantage and uh, who plays who, like who gets in the first game and so on and so forth. So, like, for example, last year, as Gary and I and and some of our listeners are uh, fans of the Metropolitan Division, you know, Rangers, Islanders and Devils, the Metropolitan Division was knocked out in the first round last year. So we still had a lot to watch for, especially the great story of John Scott, mm. but our favorite players were kind of out quickly, but still it's such a great competition and it's so much fun to watch. Uh, and, and it makes for great TV in that aspect too, that there's still, you could tune in even though your guys are not playing anymore. So anyway, we'll see what happens with the skills competition, determining who gets the home ice advantage and who plays when and so on and so forth. I think the Rangers only have one player this year, right, McDonough? Exactly right, yeah. To go over the rosters and also just uh, late scratches, John Tortorella will not be coaching the Metropolitan Division 
Unfortunately, he has family issues, so hopefully we wish him well and things will be all right. Mm -hmm. But uh, he will not be there behind the bench. And again, for the Metropolitan Division, uh, Malkin is out because of injury. So Cam Atkinson will be his replacement. Atkinson coming from the Red Hot Blue Jackets. So they are well represented in the All-Star Game. So just real quickly, the Atlantic Division... They have uh, just some superstars there, obviously, Austin Matthews. I'm um, sorry for the Islander fans out there, but you got both Franz Nielsen and Kyle Oposo on the Atlantic. Uh, Shea Weber. It's Eric nice Carlson. to see friendly faces. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and as we mentioned, Carey Price and Tuka Rask will be in goal. Going over to the Metropolitan, as Gary said, Ryan McDonough, the Rangers captain, is representing the Broadway Blue Shirts. I believe, from what I could tell, every team is represented, too. Good. So that's something else good. Alex Ovechkin, um, Taylor Hall from the Devils, John Tavares from the Islanders, and uh, Bobrovsky and Holtby will be in goal for the Metropolitan Division. Going over to the Central, Patrick Kane to name one of the superstars, uh, his incredible teammate, Jonathan Taze, and Duncan Keith. They're all there representing the uh, Blackhawks, but, uh, and Corey Crawford in, in goal. And um, from the Blues, you got Tarasenko and um, P.K. Subban as the uh, the captain there, as we said before. And then over in the Pacific, Connor McDavid is leading things off. And he has uh, Drew Doughty from the Kings on his team. And also the two most generic goalie names that we've probably heard in a long time, Martin Jones of the Sharks and Mike Smith of the Coyotes are the goalies for the uh, Pacific All-Stars. So uh, we have that to look forward to on Sunday. Blandtastic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it really, personally for me, I don't really vote for All-Stars and things like that. I think it kind of works its way out, uh, works itself out nicely. Mm. I do like that the NHL kind of limits the power of the fans so people can't just overstock the uh, the ballad, which I think is ridiculous since like for the NBA and MLB that happens. And it's really you want the real stars out there and you want all the fans to enjoy it. So to stuff the ballot is something that I think shouldn't be done. But the NHL kind of kind of fixed that. And I like that. So yeah, um, I'm pretty cool with the, with all the rosters. I kind of have a split opinion on that. I mean, on the one hand, yes, you do want to prevent these these fan bases who kind of hijack the vote. But on the other hand, I mean, the the fans should be able to pick the players that they want to see. I mean, it, it, it the, it's an exhibition. It's basically it it, it comes down to the fans are picking the players that they want to see the most in the game. So the fact that they, ah, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess I could go either way on it. I'm not, I'm not up in arms about it, but I can see how as a fan, you could get a little annoyed about that. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's part of the, the fun is you're going to hopefully make the most people happy, but, you can't make all of the people happy. So hope maybe that's just kind of a little resolution to the situation. No, you're right. I, I understand. You're right. I just, I don't know. I mean, bottom line is I, I think they did. I think they did it right. I mean, every team is represented the best, like, especially for the, for the, for teams that came out of nowhere, mm -hmm. 
like the Blue Jackets and, and, and teams that have been so good over the last few years, but maybe not as popular outside of their realm, such as the St. Louis Blues, it's good to see that. So, and yeah, and as you mentioned before, with the different rosters and four teams now, mm-hmm. it's, it's really a, a tight squeeze to get in there and, and get everybody ice time and have fun and, and get the fans involved and enjoy it. I suppose. Curious to see how L.A. shows up, too. That that should be pretty cool. Hopefully that they, they get the uh, Hollywood stuff in there and make it as glamorous. And Because last year in Nashville, it was just phenomenal. I think mm-hmm. they did an excellent job and that they really set the bar pretty high. So well, let's the, see what L.A. can do. They're already, I mean, the jerseys they've selected for the four divisions are all based on different styles that the Kings have worn over the years. So... Uh, you know they're they're definitely working in like the king's heritage and and I think they do want to. I mean, this is a big thing for them for the league. Uh, you know, L.A. It, it's a big showcase. I I think event for them to be in basically Hollywood. You know, showing off their their brand spanking uh, new effect essentially uh, all star format. So you know I. I I'm sure they're going to do it up very nice. Uh, you know, it, it's L.A., so, you know, it, it could risk being a little gaudy and a little too much, too over the top. But I guess that's the risk you take. I'm sure they're going to go all out, and I'm sure we will be impressed with whatever they do. And for our own uh, token L.A. Kings fan, if you will... Of the LIQ, Mr. Mike Margiata. We will not hold you responsible if things go poorly. If they go well, we'll be tipping our hats and tapping our sticks for you. So sure. It's a, it's either way you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, enjoy this one, Mike. Yeah. All right. Good report, James. All right. Thank you, sir. Sure. So what else is going on this Sunday? Uh, this is something uh, – you got me so excited about uh, the American Rhino, as you may or may not know, is a huge wrestling fan, and he's rekindled my love for the WWE. I still refer to it as a WWF, but um, those are the panda know, people, James. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, but um, <laughs> the Undertaker's still going strong. Mm-hmm. God bless him. One of the all-time greatest wrestlers ever. Twenty-six years and still going. Well, twenty six years as that character. Yeah, that that that's phenomenal. So just well, God bless him. Given man. that he is the phenom, it uh, that that only stands to reason. Yep. So right. So this Sunday is it's it's huge. I mean, you got the NHL All Star Game as we just mentioned, you, and you have the WWE's Royal Rumble, which mm-hmm. is one of the crown jewels of their pay per views. And uh, yes, I understand that they have their uh, their own network now, but I still refer to it as a pay-per-view if that's kind of They still do. It's weird. Like it's sometimes they'll refer to it as a pay-per-view. Sometimes they'll refer to it as like a special event or, you know, a network event. Like, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the, the network has been, I think this is coming up on the third anniversary of the release of the network. It was, I think, um, February of whatever three years ago was, 2014, I could do math. I'm smart. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it was February of 2014 that they 
officially launched the WWE Network. And there was a period there, maybe a year in or so, when they were marketing it. And every week on Raw, the announcers would literally say, oh, if you order it on pay-per-view, you're going to pay 60 bucks." But if you subscribe to the network, you pay nine ninety nine. What kind of an idiot is going to order it on pay-per-view? Like... That's good. You should insult your fan base. That's a sound business strategy. Every week. Well, you know, uh, maybe it worked, but uh, Gary is so generous that he's invited some of us over to enjoy the uh, the Royal Rumble. I'll just refer to it as the event itself and not pay-per-view, which, um, again, I'm kind of dating myself. And Oh, that's fine. I think this is the 30th Royal Rumble, too. I believe you're right. Mm-hmm. Um so really cool stuff. So looking forward to it, but it just so happens to be against the the uh, NHL All Star Game. But uh, you know we're we're a little torn. But God bless DVRs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I, yeah no, sorry, ahead. James. No, I, all I was gonna say was um, I I know we haven't talked wrestling on this show in a while, and uh, if you are a fan of wrestling, then you know that there's a little uh, here's a, a little bone. That we're throwing to you, I guess, as as well as ourselves. And if you're not a fan of wrestling, how often do we do this? Just bear with us, okay? It, you know, it, at the absolute worst, just fast forward a, a little while in the show, whatever. But it's not going to kill you to listen to our our little wrestling silliness segment. It's great, and, and please, Gary is too humble. He came up with this brilliant idea, and here we'll lay it out for you right now. So yeah. don't tune out just yet. Just, so. just like the WWE, I am going to chastise our listeners. Yeah, I just ridiculed them for doing that, and now I'm going to turn around and 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 lecture you because because I'm I have no sense. You, you teach by example. So yeah, very, very, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. That's right. So anyway, uh, Gary came up with this brilliant idea to come up with a deck hockey version of a Royal Rumble. So he dubbed it the champion Checkdown, And how it works is uh, Gary and I will leave it to 15 participants. And they are 15 WWE wrestlers or former WWE wrestlers. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Past or present. And we will just keep it in your mind's eye. These guys are wrestlers, but it's going to be deck hockey. So there'll be one remaining champion who we think will be the overall best wrestler who would be the deck hockey player. So the criteria are uh, hockey-loving wrestlers, probably from Canada helps, and also from other parts of the globe, such as Queens, Detroit, Pittsburgh, and of the states of Massachusetts and, of course, Minnesota – all of them being hotbeds of hockey. So we kind of narrowed it down there to get wrestlers from those points of, of the, the world. And again, yeah, great wrestlers past and present too. So there's some sort of hockey relation in the 15 guys that we narrowed it down to. So it wasn't easy, but we think we did a good job. And again, as Gary always says, if you, we want to hear from you, we'll let us know if we screwed it up, if there's anybody that you wanted in there that we didn't put in hit us up on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything else. Um, And again, and then one last thing, excuse me, just instead of a wrestling ring, these guys will be in a deck hockey rink and guys are eliminated by getting checked over the board. So it doesn't matter if you're thrown over the top rope and your feet hit the ground. It's just, if you're checked over the boards, you're out. 
Yeah, and I just to apologize real quick. I have no idea how this thing is going to go. Totally threw this thing together. I I didn't think it out very well. James did a great job in assembling a list of uh, of you know wrestlers who would be players, but I. I I think this is just going to be some kind of fantasy off the top of our head scenario where we're going to throw back and forth how we think this thing is going to unfold. So just, again, bear with us. And if we totally screw the pooch on this one, just, again, how often do we do this? So, <laughs> uh, so all right. The way that the the way that it works in, in the Royal Rumble is that two wrestlers start the match and then a new wrestler comes down to the ring every 90 seconds and joins them and people get eliminated as the match goes on. So in the same spirit, we're going to have uh, a couple of guys, I guess, uh, start out, let's say, going for the puck and trying to jostle each other around and knock them each other over the 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 boards and just have others progress down as it goes along. So I guess the, the, I think the two that we're going to start off with is um, James. We're going to start off with the man who carries his own hockey stick around with him. Exactly. Right. So number one, getting uh, the, the, the horrible spot of the number one in the Royal rumble, none other than, Hacksaw Jim Duggan himself. Ho! And exactly, the criteria there being, as Gary said, he, he has his two-by-four, which could be used as a deck hockey stick. Yep. So he's always ready to go. And a foreign object. You know, Whatever. It's a twofer. There you go. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's going to be squaring off against the current WWE Universal Champion, Mr. Kevin Owens, who is from Quebec. And probably isn't very happy with my impression from earlier, so I'm gonna stay off the uh, off the, the the ring while they battle this one out. Yeah, Gary and I will be safely perched up in the uh, in, in the broadcast booth, mm-hmm. so calling the play by plays. I gotta tell you, even with the two by four, I like Kevin Owens' chances because he's very nimble. He's uh, he's a solidly built guy, and poor Hacksaw just isn't in the shape he used to be. Exactly. So, and we're not going to wait 90 seconds between guys either. So we'll just kind of either. Yeah, that would make for a very boring podcast, I think. So So yeah, Duggan's kind of getting chased around the rink by Owens right now. So maybe, maybe time to let a third guy come in to make things a bit more interesting. Oh, here comes, uh, I guess I don't even, uh, I, I was out of wrestling watching wrestling for so long i don't even remember what his nicknames were but uh uh christian christian uh uh, he's just called christian that's he had one name like Cher or madonna he's he's just he's just christian um he's he's from canada he's uh something of a small guy i don't really like his chances either but uh honestly he he just uh he's 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 charging out he's trying he's trying he's 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 Oh, he's he's just he's not doing very well. Poor guy. Um, why don't we, you know, why don't we give Christian a little help? Why don't we bring out the man after whom a hockey team was named? <laughs> James, go ahead. Thank you, sir. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Brett, the Hitman Heart. Yep, out comes the Hitman. 
Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that uh, Owens and um, Hacksaw are trying to force each other over the boards, and the Hitman comes out and is able to eliminate them both. Oh, nice! Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So- and, off the list. Yep, and and that and that just leaves Christian and the Hitman together. And frankly, even in his current condition, I like Bret Hart's chances. Unfortunately, here comes my namesake and longtime friend of Christian, Rhino. I keep forgetting to hit the horn. I'll, I'll add okay. it in post. Okay. <laughs> Rhino. <laughs> Uh, James, are you comfortable with Rhino goring a legend like Hitman? I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Uh, yeah, geez, between the, the sharpshooter and being gored, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe maybe Hitman's crafty enough to get Christian in the middle of it, so we'll see. Okay, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe, uh, you know what? Hitman's crafty enough to pull Christian in front of him <laughs> and get him gored. Exactly. So let's say he's just kind of taken out laying in the corner. He's uh nobody's nobody's eliminated uh at the moment, but they're just having a stare down. And uh they continue to stare each other down when suddenly we get the son of an NHL player, a New York Ranger. It's Y2J Chris Jericho coming out. And this is a man who has some actual hockey ability. Not a lot. I mean, there's a reason he went into wrestling, but he has some. <laughs> and a great finisher, too. So the walls of Jericho, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to get anybody over the rope but uh, or the, over the boards. But, you know, it, it, it does put people in compromising positions. So there's that. Does he have his list with him? Is he keeping score? The list of Jericho, yes. He's keeping okay. score of who's been eliminated. Okay, cool. So right now in the in the arena of the the deck uh, arena, we have Christian, Hitman, Rhino, and Jericho. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, but uh, I think possibly the most formidable person on this entire list, the the premier hockey associated wrestler, is about to enter the fray. Here comes the goon. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and the goon has jumped over the boards and immediately been clotheslined back over the boards. Oh, that was a I... that was a very short, short showing as well. It should have been. Go back to the go back under the rock that you came from. Wah, wah, wah. So we still have four remaining participants in there with three eliminated. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's about to change because the man who's coming in is, a, is, is, is quite formidable in his own right. <laughs> Remind me why we decided to add John Cena to this list. Because John Cena grew up in uh, Massachusetts and maybe I think – 
30 miles away from Boston. So oh, I yeah, okay. have the, the Boston Bruins connection in there. I'm assuming he's a Bruins fan. I don't know. But. You know what? I'm just going to suspend our little champion check down for a second to say it was kind of discriminatory of us not to include any women on this list. Sasha Banks is also from Boston. Yeah, I'll take responsibility for that. I, I kind of felt bad that uh, maybe the guys would be put in an awkward situation of either trying to be gentlemanly or too nasty and uh, just kind of – I apologize for that. I just didn't – deck hockey's for women and men and boys and girls, absolutely. You have but, never seen Lucha Underground. <laughs> well, no, I haven't, but um, – this is kind of a no-win situation for the guys, so I figured let's just keep the ladies uh, on, in their own deck hockey. All right, uh, let's just say the boss Rumble. is standing on the sideline and 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 cheering and you know being a, a fan, just enjoying it as a fan. There you go. All right, so who do you think John Cena? Uh, who do you think John Cena might uh, have a chance at eliminating? Uh, well, let's I'm, see. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say John Cena comes in, Rhino comes at him with a gore, and John Cena manages to uh, give him uh, like an arm flip over the boards. Ah, oh, that's a disappointment. No, you wanted to keep Rhino in there because he's yeah, my namesake? Exactly. I, I was kind of hoping that he'd make at least the, the final three or so. Well, so. you know what? Rhino's Darn you, Cena. Rhino's a, a a big dude who I think uh, he's charged first, ask questions later. So uh, I think he's a little too passionate. And uh, he lost his um, political race. And uh, he was he was Rhino was running for office in Michigan. Oh, <laughs> and I did uh, not know that. Yeah, but he lost. It's very sad. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. He said he knocked on thousands of doors and uh, he scared a lot of people. I would, yeah, exactly. He would have scared me into voting for him. So, <laughs> but let's not be sad for too long, because coming in next is a true American hero. Welcome back, Mister Kurt Angle. Absolutely, as Gary very politely let me know that uh, Kurt Angle will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, and deservedly so. And exactly. Welcome back, Mr. Angle. All right. So uh, he I, I think he's going to probably get into a stare down with John Cena. Um, and let's say. Uh, so Christian's still hanging in there. We got Christian, Hitman, Jericho, Cena and Angle. Yeah, I think I think Christian's kind of hanging out in the corner, kind of like hiding behind one of the nets. Gotcha. Yeah. Trying to just just bide his time until he can get some more reinforcements. Okay. Uh, the rest of them, I mean, let's say. Uh, let's say Jericho is probably facing off with, uh, with the hitman. He, he's probably, I agree. He's probably going up against it, and, and, and Cena and Angle are just going toe-to-toe. All right. All right. I wonder who the next entrant's going to be. Oh, it's the man who went to my high school. He's uh, he, he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. <laughs> he is a man who is definitely not S A W F T. Soft. It is Big Cass. Absolutely, he's representing the L I Q. By the way, so mm-hmm. go Big Cass, baby. Yeah, go go big or go home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, I don't know. I I think he's. 
he's going to come after Christian. I think he sees him hiding behind the net. He's going to stalk over to him and and try and uh, start to eliminate him. Unfortunately, he doesn't see the next entrant coming uh, from behind. Who is the rated R superstar and former partner and best friend of Christian Edge? I think you know me. People who don't follow wrestling who are listening to this have no idea what we're talking about. They think we've lost our minds, and maybe we have, but that means nothing for now. Unfortunately for Big Kaz, Edge is going to spear him clean over the boards. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So we're left with Christian, Hitman, Jericho, Cena, Angle, and Edge. Yeah, I think I think it's probably time one of our uh one of our guys who's been in for a while gets tossed. I mean, that's the way these things work, right? Yeah, well, we only have four participants left, too. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I'm going to say uh I'm going to say the American hero Kurt Angle. Ooh. Uh no, no, no. I'm going to say uh, the American hero Kurt Angle. Manages to get the better of John Cena, and ah. uh, he 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 gets him up for an angle slam and drops him right over the boards. Nice. Yeah, that's the. Wow. It's our show. <laughs> We're gonna call this <laughs> however we see fit. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with Christian. He's uh, excellent point that Edge came in in number eleven to to help out his buddy, mm-hmm. but uh, he is the in he's. In there the longest. Uh, Hitman is right behind him at number four, but uh, the three, four, and six spots are still going strong with Christian, Hitman, and Jericho. So I think they're Edge and, and Christian are, are coming out, and they're gonna, you know, they're gonna try and do some damage now that they're a, a tag team. And uh, I'm gonna say out comes our next entrant, and it's going to be the Berserker. Can you tell us why you chose this particular gentleman, James? The Berserker is from the what I refer to as the dark ages of the WWE in like that that early 90s where I just stopped watching after a while because it just got really ridiculous. But the Berserker is is apparently alive and doing well and he's from the excellent hockey state of Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, I should say. So um, he had to be represented in there. Plus, he has a Viking hat, and I think Vikings are cool. So, All right. So here's what I'm going to say happens. Edge and Christian see the Berserker come in. They both <laughs> grab chairs and go for their trademark move, the concerto, where they, <laughs> they both slam a chair on either side of his head. Unfortunately for them, the Berserker slips and falls, and they wind up slamming the chairs into each other, knocking themselves silly, at which point the Hitman comes up from behind and eliminates Berserker. Um, Well, well, Edge and Christian are just kind of laying unconscious on the the deck. All right. When in comes... George the Animal Steel! Yes! <laughs> awesome. What do, you, what do you think the animal should do here, James? Uh, there's no turnbuckles for him, so maybe he's going to go after the, the net. I don't know. Before he goes after <laughs> any of the, the remaining participants. Again, we have Christian, Hitman, Jericho, Kurt Angle, 
Edge and now George the Animal Steel in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, geez. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that while, uh, I'm going to say that while Edge and Christian are laying down on the ground, mm-hmm. that, uh, the, um, that, that the hitman, uh, picks, picks one of them up, say, well, Christian's been in there Christian, for a long time. Yep, yeah, yep. Number three. He picks up Christian. He's able to to roll him out over the over the top, over the boards, mm-hmm. and he uh, he picks up Edge, and he's gonna do the same thing to him, and then George the Animal Steel jumps on his back, and all three of them get eliminated. Oh, 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 oh. oh man! All uh, right, so. So, uh, yeah, so who does that leave us with? That leaves us with Jericho, Kurt Angle, and Edge. Okay, so Jericho, Kurt Angle, and Edge. All right, so I'm going to say what happens is that... Uh, are we due for a new wrestler to come in? Yep, we are, we are due for a new wrestler. You are absolutely correct. And that slot is Owen Hart. Oh, Oh, the dearly departed Owen Hart. That's awful. Um, I mean, we'd love to have him, but obviously he has departed this mortal coil. So uh, uh, I don't. I don't know what we're gonna. Oh no! Oh, it's the boss. It's the real boss. The... Oh, it's geez. Vince McMahon. Oh. He has he has opted to take Owen Hart's spot. Oh, oh that is that, that is dastardly. And oh. and unfortunately, he is worthy of this event because, as you and I discovered today, Vince McMahon actually owned a hockey team before he owned the WWF. Talk so, about a loophole, yeah. man. So so he has uh, he has snuck his way into this contest. Oh man, that's that's awful. That's, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I had that, no that's... idea that was going to happen. Wow, that's terrible. Gee, I don't. I, I Good thing that. Good thing the hitman's out, or else I know that, that would be, be terrible. That's that's awful. Um, I I guess. Oh man. Well, there's yeah, so we got Jericho, we got Angle, we got Edge, and and the boss. Well, there's only one spot left. Let's see the who see who the last entrant is. Oh, it's the dead man. Yes, yes, it is. It is my favorite, and and James's very 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 uh, beloved wrestler the undertaker and oh vince just looks terrified he's standing there at the boards and he doesn't know what to do oh but here comes the hitman from from the back and he grabs vince from behind and hauls him back over the boards oh man (laughs) who saw that coming well done yeah yeah he got his revenge at long last Good job. Good job. Uh, so now we got Jericho, Angle, Edge, and the Dead Man. Yep. Yep. I'm going to say. Uh, no, no. Ed, it, right? Edge was, was eliminated. Edge was oh, eliminated geez. with uh, Hitman and the Berserker. Uh, okay. Not the Berserker. Steel. Uh, the yes, animal. Thank you. Excuse me. So, so Jericho, so, Angle, and Undertaker. Yep. And I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm going to say that Angle has managed to knock Jericho out cold. And he's kind of laying unconscious in the net. And uh, so it's just a face-off between uh, Kurt Angle and The Undertaker. And um, 
I I want to say that uh, they they go at it hammer and tongs for a while, and they um, eventually the Undertaker manages to get the best of the American hero, and he uh, he picks him up uh, for a last ride, and he nice. throws him out over the boards. It's Ooh. true, it's true. <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, the Undertaker didn't see Jericho coming no. out from nowhere. Don't. Uh, oh, no way. It's it's I. I, I don't look. know. I don't know. Is he gonna? Is it, they're 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 right there. They're right there. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna Come go on, over. Taker. Who's gonna Come go on, over? Taker. Who's gonna go Dead over? Man. Come on, Dead man. Uh, and the Undertaker looks like he's about to flip over, and then he manages to reach back and. Pick Jericho up for the choke slam and send him out. Nice. <laughs> the dead man wins <laughs> because it's our show. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was excellent, Mr. Yeah. Back, sir. I don't know. Your mileage may vary, but thanks for sticking with us through it regardless. All right. So that should definitely whet the appetites for uh, everybody for – Hockey on Sunday and the Royal Rumble. You know, I really did want to give it to Jericho just because his father, uh, Ted Irvine, played for the Rangers. And obviously we are Ranger fans. So being from a hockey background, I I thought that it would be appropriate if he was the last survivor. But in the end, I I just I couldn't take it away from the dead man. I love him too much. (laughs) Agreed. And I'm glad it didn't come down to the hitman and and. And The Undertaker, too, because I couldn't have watched that either. But really, excellent effort from Chris Jericho to last that long. Yeah, well, you know, know he's got the chops. So uh, he's he's the greatest of all time. Just read his tights. (laughs) And speaking of the greatest of all time. Speaking of the greatest of all time. Whose birthday is it, James? Mr. Wayne Gretzky's. He's uh, turned 56 on January 26th. And uh, as we said, it should be a holiday in Canada. If it's not, well, it's a holiday for us. So a great day. And another amazing day of all things is uh, January 26th also marks Eddie Van Halen's birthday. He turned 62. And the premiere of my favorite TV show of all time, The Dukes of Hazard. That's the 38th <laughs> anniversary of the premiere of uh, of that wonderful show. So if that's not an unbeatable hat trick of awesomeness, I don't know what is. But I just want to wish the great one a very happy birthday. The man that when he retired held or shared 61 records. He now owns just 60 records. I don't know which one fell. But uh, he has 32 unofficial records to go along with that because of the crazy records that he set. You had to make some things up to go along with it, like the youngest player to get to 50 goals. And Oh, OK. Sure, sure, sure. Stuff like that. That kind um, of Elias Sports Bureau nonsense that they throw up uh, during games that really doesn't actually mean anything, but it looks good. Like, uh, oh, this team is unbeaten on a Tuesday in March when the forecast calls for rain and, and it's partly cloudy. Like, you know, those stupid. OK, I got you. Exactly. Uh, but one of the unofficial records is that he holds the records for most official records. So. There's, uh, for the for the official ones, he has 40 regular season records, 15 postseason records, and six all-star game records to go along with that. God so, bless. 
Yeah, really remarkable. And on top of that, he's in his retirement. He has opened up a winery. Stop whining. And has his own whiskey as well. So personally, I'm, I, I love scotch. And if you combine the great one with, with scotch, that's just heaven for me. So good stuff there, man. So happy birthday, great one. Thank you for everything and God bless. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Well, t- today, as we record, is uh, a heck of a day. So uh, I-, I echo your sentiment. Happy birthday, Mr. Gretzky. And, uh, you know, happy birthday, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the them Dukes. Right, James? I, I'm, sure I, I'm sure I didn't do that justice at all. I apologize. Perfect. That was excellent. Thank you. All right, enough. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Okay, let me finish off this uh, this train wreck of a podcast. I don't. I honestly don't know why you listen sometimes. I really. I mean, I appreciate it. I really, really, genuinely do. But why? Tell me. Tell me why you want to listen to this, and tell your friends to listen too. For some reason, because <laughs> misery loves company. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, th- thank you. Thank you for listening. Regardless of why you decide to listen, thank you for listening. Thank you to James. Thank you to you for being my my co-host and and uh, you know helping me through this nonsense when I go off on a terrible terrible tangent, which I do all the time. Thank you to Anthony Sajazi, bro, for music. <laughs> thank you to the Liq for sound effects. Thank you to Pops for being the voice of the podcast. I would strongly encourage you, if you have not already done so, please, 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 please subscribe to this very podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or any other way that you get your podcasts, because I know you get them somehow because you're listening to this right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. I would also encourage you again, please contact us at hit the deck, D-E-K at gmail.com or hit the deck pod on Twitter Facebook, as I said, we did some Facebook Live stuff last week. We're going to do more. Tell us what you want to see. Tell us what you want us to do. We do this for you. We want to please you, as it were. Please, uh, Instagram, uh, anything else I might have forgotten to plug. There's going to be a new YouTube feature going up on our YouTube channel very soon. Keep an eye out for that. James, please, anything to add? Absolutely nothing. You nailed it all. So thank you very much, sir. No, thank you, James, please. And uh, and if you are watching the All-Star Game or the Royal Rumble this weekend and your favorite team, wrestler, what have you, gets eliminated, please just try and keep it in the back of your head that it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. I think he's alive. All right. Uh, Good for him. Uh, Well done, sir.